I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The Liberals and Conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Ten forty-seven. Good morning to you on this Thursday. It is that time when we join our friend Tom Korski, managing editor over at Blacklock Report. You got a lot of stuff today, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you, Alex. Boy, oh boy, lots of stuff. I was uh, just talking about interference in the last segment and all this stuff, and then up pops this uh, Commons Committee meeting. Finally, finally, Tom admitting that the Chinese Communist Party operates police service stations in Canada. Well, yeah, we knew that. Um, you know, and nothing's been done about it. What a shock. Well, they uh, did in uh, Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal. This is what the Common Special Committee on Canada-China Relations reported last evening. This is a formal report table in Parliament. It acknowledges, it's the, the first official acknowledgement we've seen, that, of course, this occurs. Why is that of note? Because there was a lot of important people in this town that denied that. They said it was a so-called Chinese police stations. There was so-called evidence of wrongdoing that really these were social clubs. You'd go, you'd play mahjong. <laughs> Maybe they'd have a reference for, a, you know, a dentist who speaks Cantonese was completely innocent. Instead of these goons coming over and intimidating local Chinese Canadian people. There's a reason you and I discussed earlier, a quarter of the diplomats, quote unquote, air quotes, diplomats assigned to the Toronto consulate got out of town last spring. What does that tell you? You know what's interesting, Alex? The wildest conspiracy theories of China critics have come true step after step, and we haven't even hit the inquiry on election fraud. They but but went, the RCMP said that they arrested people like seven months ago, and it's like clearly they did not. I mean, the United that, States is like, they, they display the picture saying, get out of our country. I mean, they, it, you know, we just... It's, the, the Montes are hopeless on this. <laughs> but it is, it is going to be up to parliamentarians. But everything that was said, and over and over, apologists said, no, that's crazy, that's conspiracy. Talk when you say Chinese state companies are making payoffs to Canadian researchers at universities, no way that's been confirmed in committee. Here you have this committee confirming police stations. The China inquiry will confirm that they targeted conservative MPs. This was bad, Alex, and a lot of people knew, and they did nothing, and they played stupid. Yeah, and they continually do so because they get away with it. But again, admitting that there's a problem, finally, months and months and months and months later. I agree. Is a I agree. And then there was another committee at, that they've rejected an investigation of Liberal Party records concerning, oh yeah, independent MP Handong, who is trying to get back in the party. And uh, chasing his, we are led to believe his uh, libel action for those who reported accurately mm. that he had some odd connections with the embassy and the consulate in Toronto. MP Dong, this is, this is my favorite part of his legal filing at, at Ontario Superior Court. He admits he had at least 12 contacts. He wasn't sure. At least 12 times. 
He spoke to Chinese diplomats, including, so the special rapporteur determined, during the 2021 election. What could they possibly have been discussing? What business would he have in talking to Canadian, uh, Chinese, air quotes, diplomats, including presumably some guys who got out of town in the middle of an election campaign. This is why we needed a judicial inquiry. This is why you're getting one in January. Of course, no one has a vested interest in getting to the bottom of this except the people. But that's why you have inquiries. Right. But are they going to get to the root of the allegations, which are that this was a fun, like, you know, there were questions about getting nominations, you know, raising money and all that. Are they going through that? That's the concern I have is that they're not going to get into the other levels of the party fundraising and the nominations. I, I think actually that's short work, Alex, believe it or not. I think that's, that is not a tough chore. It shouldn't the be. The difficult part is who knew and why they did nothing. That's where you start to get, you know, this hilarious testimony from various national security advisors. I didn't get the email. I was on vacation. That email, it was, it went to someone else. It was down the hallway. Bill Blair's testimony on this has been frankly pathetic. No one wanted to know. That's going to be the hard part because you know what? You could have people abetting felonies. People go to jail for breach of the Elections Act, and there is strong evidence that occurred, and no one in officialdom was interested. No, that is the biggest threat to our our democracy. Um, And then, of course, Parliament apparently must protect Canadian Jews from hate mongers. This, according to Yves-Francois Blanchet, who kind of says the obvious, given his province is seeing the most of it, albeit Toronto, Ontario is not much better, but like, why have speech and you know, hate speech laws if they're not being used? And and I got to be honest, Tom, the prime minister, all these leaders, all the politicians have been very, very quiet for the past seven weeks. They've kind of said a few things, but we see all this hate and no one's charged. Yeah, he's a block leader and he got a lot. You know what? Um, he's the separatist, but he got a lot of credit for this. He introduced a private bill and he identified a serious, serious problem. And the problem is there's this odd exemption to hate crime prosecutions under the criminal code that says, well, if you are invoking some sort of religious text, that you should be immune from prosecution. Well, what's happened is, as he has presented to Parliament, and he read some of these blood-curdling speeches from an imam in Montreal in a public address Mm -hmm. that is like something out of Goebbels. It's like something (laughs) out of a German beer hall. And police are powerless to do anything. And it was, of all people, the separatist Blanchette, you're right, who stood up in the House of Commons and said, we can't have this in our country. We have to put a stop to it. This is going to be an interesting vote because that bill, that goes up or down. That's a plain called up divisional vote. You're going to have to stand on your own two legs and either vote for that or vote against it. It's going to be interesting. It will be very interesting because this is the moment you see who is standing on what side of history. And again, um, I agree. it's no I point agree. in having hate crime laws if you ain't going to use them. Meanwhile, Blanchette also uh, stating the obvious. We talked about it a little bit last week with Christmas. Remember, there was a, a report saying that Christmas is offensive, according to the Canadian Human Rights Commission, that it's an obvious example of intolerance and colonialism. And, of course, Francois Blachette is saying, you're telling me good old Santa Claus is racist? I mean, has snow become racist? <laughs> it was, it was, this is a bad time. 
these are bad times for the Canadian Human Rights Commission. You know, they never felt more vibrant and alive than they did in the last two years. And, the, you know, the heyday of the witch hunts and, you know, she's a racist, he's a racist, and they were people getting fired. Like he's a racist, wrong. you're a racist. They were, they had, they were having a, a, a heyday and, and they took it a bridge too far. And God bless him, the block leader, you're right, he stepped up again and he said, I, essentially, I'm translating. He said, I'm so fed up with this. And his entire caucus was with it. Of all people, of all people, it was the Quebec separatists who went to the House of Commons and said, you tell the Canadian Human Rights Commission to shut their big yapper about Christmas. <laughs> it, was, it was magnificent. It was. Quickly, I don't have a lot of time, but... An audit of the $8 million barn that doesn't, it doesn't house mm. anything but paper. This is bad. This is a really a glorified thing, solar, yeah. solar-powered garage at Rideau Hall. MPs fed up, sent in the auditors. Oh, this is not going to be good, Alex. They're not, that, this is not going to be a good news story. Yeah, it's always the small ones like this and um, the other one, Arrive Can, that are just going to, I think, create such big problems. But... Um, Almost done. Two more weeks and they all go on Christmas break, so they don't have to worry about it. I'm out of time. I wish go I get them, Alex. All right. No, Thank you go get them. You go get them and bring it to us. Thank you. See you next time. Tom Gorski joining us here from Black Locks Reporter. You can get that as a gift for someone you know. They have great stuff to always deliver.